Have you ever met someone that you just felt like maybe you knew them before? Or maybe a kindred spirit? Or for those in the spiritual world, a twin flame? And for those who were raised religious, your soulmate. What is that? What what exactly is that when that that feeling happens? That there's just almost like a love at first sight. Is that real? Let's talk about it. So you see someone from across the room. And you instantly fall in love. Aww. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. I think everyone, or most likely everyone, has experienced that feeling, I would think. I know I have had that feeling before. So what is that? You know, what is that, that love at first sight, soulmate, that magic the twin flame that, oh my gosh, I think I dated you in a past life. So what is that? Well, (laughs) I think from a psychological perspective, I can give you a few thoughts. And from a religious, spiritual perspective, I can give some thoughts outside of that. I really don't know. (laughs) So I, I would say this, that that's, part and parcel to certain personality types, I think. People that are already more emotional. People who are already more uh, touchy-feely. And frankly, who believe in love at first sight. I think those that believe in love at first sight may experience it more. I haven't looked that research up to know that for sure, but that that would make sense to me that if you believed in that, it would then... You know, in other words, if you're already given to fanciful, mystical, magical things already, then I think it would warm you up to the idea of love at first sight or soulmate or whatever. But from a psychological perspective, I think it is explainable. Not that I'm not trying to take the magic away. Okay. I really, I'm really not. I, I still am. I'm, you know, I'm a big, my brain is wired that way. I mean, I, I believe in magic, so to speak. Um, so, you know, I'm already given to that. So I know that I'm definitely susceptible to that, but I'm also reasonable. So what I think that is the love at first sight from at least a guy's perspective, right? I have, I'm, you know, I'm not a woman, so I don't really even know what (laughs) I, I, one episode or one podcast. Yeah. Episode that I'll never record is an episode on all about women, meaning I've got it figured out. Let me tell you about women. (laughs) I'll be honest. I have no earthly idea, right? Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. People on Mars have never been to Venus, so there you go. Uh, we're, we're truly different species, and I do not claim to understand uh, the mind of a woman. So I can only give you from a, a male's perspective, and specifically my perspective, uh, because I, I know what goes on in my own mind and heart. 
The love at first sight is for guys, it's physical beauty. There's no doubt about it that when you see a beautiful woman, there's something within you that triggers that magical feeling and could lean you towards, I think she might be the one. <laughs> and that's just based upon her physical beauty. Then after that, because let's be honest, there's a lot of beautiful women out there. I mean, everybody's beautiful in their own way, right? And I mean that genuinely. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic. I, I genuinely believe that every human being is beautiful in their own right and in their own way and to somebody. Okay. We all have certain tastes and, and uh, likes and dislikes and preferences. Of course, of course, that's, that's what makes the human species so wonderful. It's what makes, uh, that's what makes life beautiful is variety and difference, uh, diversity. So, you know, depends on what you like, right? So if you're a guy and you like whatever, whatever, tall, slim, uh, blonde hair, blue eye. So clearly if you already like that in a, female, then when you see a female that has those features, then there's going to be that instant feeling of, of attraction and attraction isn't love though. We would say love at first sight. Really. That's just an attraction at first sight. You know, I, I see you, I'm attracted to you. Therefore I feel these good feelings, which then I would translate into love. It's not love, but it, it feels like love. Okay, that's, that's just simply an attraction. So right for guys, again, right after the initial physically, oh, wow. Then there's the kind of the, what I don't know how to explain it, maybe the aura of a, of a person. You know, are they laughing? Are they smiling? Are they holding themselves uh, in a good posture? Are they interacting with people? Are they kind? I mean, it goes on down the list. And I think if you weren't love at first sight, if it wasn't love at first sight, it can be love within a few minutes of the interaction, right? If someone's funny, if they touch your arm, if they, you know, compliment you, right? When someone likes you, you tend to like them. Not always, clearly, but there is some kind of, that, that, that's a thing that we tend to like those who like us. So, now we're, we're, we're two for two, right? I mean, it's, they're beautiful. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's an interaction, there's an interaction there, which then can raise the level up even higher. And then I think it can just be specifics. What attracts you, right? Often when you see someone on stage and they're commanding an audience that can be attractive or they're singing. They're, so talent you know, their talent can be an attract, you know, can be attractive to you. Um, th their popularity. So, you know, that's why famous people are so loved and adored by so many people because, you know, other people love and adore them. So then that just makes everyone love and adore them to a certain extent. But then it gets down into specifics, right? If, if let's say, let's say you're a religious person, right? So then you see a, again, I'm speaking from a guy's perspective. You, you see a, a, a girl and, and she shares that religious fervor. Right? She loves God like, like you do. And so that 
is attractive to you because you know you love Jesus and oh my goodness she loves Jesus you know and there's this then this double triple attraction um, then it gets down into specifics right how, how well you gel together uh, how well the conversation goes you know we've all met people that you can just talk to for hours I mean it's just like you just get along with them and everything that they say you just find it funny and they find you funny and common interests and so it's it's one of those uh, effortless interactions where sometimes you meet people and you know it's like pulling teeth everything they talk about you have zero interest in you know everything that they're saying is something that you don't care about right we've all had those conversations with people and we couldn't get out of those conversations quick enough but what is it when it's the opposite right when it's like you look down and you're like my goodness we've been talking for an hour and it literally feels like five minutes and we've just been talking for an hour and, and i don't even want to hang up i, I just want to keep talking to you of course that was you're on the phone you know, it's, it, 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 you know, I don't want to leave your presence. I, I want to get another cup of coffee. I want to just continue to talk and let's drink more wine. This is just awesome. And then it can go on into deeper levels from there. So what is love at first sight? I think it's, it's something that's easily explained and it's just someone's presence, you know, their physical attractiveness to you. And then for whatever reason, just the things that you find attractive, right? I know that, um, like for people that like tattoos, right? Again, I can only use myself as, as an example. I like tattoos. Uh, and just FYI, like I've gone out on dates with girls without tattoos and have really connected and have great a great time. So I don't judge people without tattoos. <laughs> If you don't have tattoos, I won't judge you. Uh, but uh, you know, for me, like I like tattoos, right? So a girl with tattoos, there's a little bit of that magical attraction because I like tattoos. Therefore, when I see a girl with tattoos, and for me, because I do like tattoos so much, the more the merrier, right? If, if I see a girl uh, that that I find physically attractive and she has tattoos oh my goodness i'm, I'm interested i'm in uh immediately interested just instantly uh, because of those things because I, I i do love tattoos so much and there therefore if you know someone else shares that that love of tattoos it's it's an instant attraction for me um other things that, that can be attractive are specific traits, you know, someone that's into fitness. So, you know, when, when um, you care about your physical you know, fitness, you're probably going to be attracted to someone else who also cares about physical fitness. Um, you know, right. I, I think, and I think anybody can appreciate a well-built body. I mean, I know I do. Um, it's like, that's kind of a no brainer. Um, but not everybody, you know, not everybody cares about that. And, and I don't, uh, think that anybody, um, yeah, I, 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 there's no doubt about it. 
some people care more about physical fitness than others. And so if you care a lot about physical fitness, then of course, someone who's also uh, that shares that they care a lot about fitness, then, then that's going to be an attractive trait, you know, to you. Um, also there's other attractive traits, uh, that, that you can share with someone like, um, work ethic or drive, ambition, uh, dreams, hopes, uh, a love for travel, um, all those things, you know, again, I, I get, you know, I don't have my information on everyone listening to this podcast. If I did, I would, I would talk about you, but I don't know you and your situation. Um, you know, I value minimalism. So, uh, an attractive trait for me is someone that also shares, uh, that, you know, that they, they're not just in love with things. Um, I think things are fine. Nothing wrong with things. I have things and I have some cool things, of course. Uh, so, uh, I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with things at all. Uh, matter of fact, if things are your thing, nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> you do you boo. <laughs> um, but for me personally, I'm, I'm not into things. And so I'm attracted to, uh, women who are not into things. Um, so again, if you value something, for example, if you like really love animals, like you really love animals, well, you know, you're probably going to fall for someone or think that you love someone instantly who is also at the dog park playing with their dogs. You know, you're going to find that attractive. Like, Oh my gosh, I love dogs. And he loves dogs. Oh, or, you know, or he likes cats and I love cats. Oh, right. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, he's a farmer and I'm a farmer. Oh. So commonality seems to, to drive the attraction up. And, but we can't, we can't mistake attraction for love. Now I want attraction. No doubt. I, I want to, to look at someone and, and, and desire them, right? That's, that's an important piece. Um, you know, this is outside, this is completely, I mean, we haven't even talked about sex yet. Dear Lord, that's a, that's another podcast. That's a, that's its own standalone episode right there. Uh, the, the attraction when it comes to to sex, but and honestly, so sex is a you know it's an important part of a relationship. I mean, for most people, it, it's you know it's a, it's a non negotiable. Like if we're going to be in a relationship, like <laughs> we need to be intimate together. Um, but the love at first sight, right? You're not having sex with someone that quick <laughs> you got to least introduce yourself first <laughs> right you gotta hi i'm timmy <laughs> before we get get undressed right so that's that's secondary and maybe even is third airy can is that can you say that third airy that doesn't even make sense but i said it already and i'm not editing it out so it's it's definitely in the top five for sure like definitely top five um but love at first sight doesn't require sex. It, it's just based upon some kind of physical uh, interaction, some kind of something. So, what what is that? What is that magical feeling? I don't know if you if you've seen the movie Sleepless in Seattle with Tom Hanks and what is her name? Tom Hanks and 
uh, I can hear you guys saying it in your heads. So yes, you're right. Just roll with that. I know Tom Hanks is in it and I know the person, the female actress that was, but I can't think of her, the actor's name it was anyway. So should I look it up while I have you here? Just in case there's some, some of you might not know who she is. Um, Sleepless in Seattle cast. Meg Ryan. Before it even came up, I knew it. I got it before it even came up. Yep, Meg Ryan. So in that movie, they had a magical moment, you know, just just upon seeing each other. And what is that? Again, I think it is just... I think it's the physical. There's something about the way that person is physically presenting themselves that is just something that you like. And therefore it creates that, that magical little feeling. Now I do know that, and I've not studied this on any kind of in-depth level. So I know that there are people that believe in, you know, twin flames, soulmates, and, and, and all that stuff, you know, we've met in a past life, or we were married in a past life, or we're married in another realm, or, you know, all the different things that are out there. I don't know about all that stuff. I mean, all I can deal with is the real here now, right? The nasty now and now, as they say. So when I think about what that might be, that, that, that magical feeling, um, yeah, I, I can attribute it to we're energy, right? We're vibrating, uh, and and maybe they're vibrating at the same wavelength as us. I guess that could be very possible. That like who they are and what you are is is on the same vibe, and so when you're vibing the same, there can be this kind of an instant magical feeling. And I've had that. I've I've had that. Um, you know, um, I've had it within the last, you know, six months, you know, where I've met someone and, and you just felt, kind of feel that, that magical feeling does, does, so when you have that, does that mean you're supposed to be with them forever in the context of marriage or, you know, partnership? Um, I, you know, a romantic partnership. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so because I know for me personally, like I've had that feeling with multiple people. So, you know, what does that mean? I'm a polygamist. I need to be with like, you know, 50 women. Uh, no, um, you'd have to move to Utah for that, but <laughs> I don't want to move to Provo, Utah. <laughs> I like it right here in Kansas city. Um, and you know, and no judgment for those that are one of, you know, the, a polit, uh, what do they call it? Uh, being polyamorous or, uh, uh, whatever. Um, or, not swingers. I'm not really for that, but what's the other one? Um, yeah. Polyamorous or open, you know, people have what they call open relationships. Well, I mean, to each their own, uh, you know, I I've, I've moved out of the land of judgment and if something works for you and it, no one's being hurt and whatever, then you do you for real. Um, I, I, I seem to, it seems that a lot of people that I know, or most people that I know would, would, would admit that they really are not into sharing, um, even though sharing is caring. Uh, I don't think some people want to, to share uh, their their partner. Uh, some do. Again, that's awesome. 
to each their own. Um, and I think if every guy would be honest, we've all admired Hugh Hefner's life. Uh, I have no idea if he was happy or not. Uh, he seemed happy, but <laughs> there could be a million reasons for that. Oh my gosh. I'm just being honest here. Just being honest on the podcast. That's one thing that, that you're going to get from me. And that is authentic. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be open. And I may say things that you'd be like, <gasps> but it, you know, if it's honestly how I feel, then I'm going to be honest about it. You know, I think everybody has dreamed about being Solomon. All of us Christian boys growing up, we always wanted to be Solomon, you know, have 700 women, whatever. Some people are like, oh, that sounds like a headache. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, okay, I digress. So back to soulmate. I, yeah, I do just think that it is that maybe you're vibrating the same as someone and they just something about them just does it for you. And, and sometimes it can be just someone's perspective. You can just, you know, hear someone's voice and it, it can be arousing, uh, you know, accents are super sexy, right? I mean, any girl with an accent it is going to make me feel like I'm in love uh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's right. I mean, it depends on what accent, but there are certain accents, certain accent. Yeah. Certain accents that, Oh, a girl, oh, yeah, right, a French accent or an Australian accent, a Swedish accent, a South, is a South African accent? Oh, that was just an England, I mean, English accent, British accent. Oh, they're also, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby, yeah. So I, I think that there's a lot of natural factors that go into it. And, and then maybe there's just some kind of an inward sense, you know, your soul and their soul are similar. And, and then there's some kind of a soul touching thing. Um, and I'll do another episode when it, to pass this. So this whole episode is all about love at first sight. And then, you know, maybe I'll do another episode on, on kind of after, after the love at the first sight, like after the initial attraction, what then? Because that's where the, where the rubber meets the road, right? That's where it really gets uh, more difficult, more challenging, um, messier, I think. I think that's where it gets messier. Um, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I spent 25 years in, a, in pretty much a blissful relationship with someone that uh, upon first sight, yeah, that. Upon first sight, there was that magical feeling for sure and spent 25 years with that person. Um, so am I, do I expect to have that same um, magical connection with someone else? Well, I mean, I, I, I would sure hope so. Um, I definitely want to spend the second half of my life with someone that I feel that there's like this magical connection for sure. You know, someone that I'm physically attracted to, someone that I'm emotionally attracted to, someone that I'm spiritually attracted to. Uh, I think there are three parts to um, to having a relationship work: um, a, a physical attraction, so you know, physical beauty, um, an emotional attraction, and and uh, spiritual. I, 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 for me, those three things are really important. Um, the soulish connection is is a is an important piece. I've definitely met uh, women that I was physically attracted to, and then upon talking to them, I, the attraction flew away. 
like a little bird just just fluttered away um i've also had people that i was like ah, you know i mean she's like i mean i don't know i mean kind of attractive to me whatever and then you talk to them and then you kind of like whoa now i'm really attracted to them like they kind of grow on you and of course then you know you add in like i said we won't talk about it here but then you add in the, the intimacy part and 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 that can that can that can also pull you in pardon the pun but it, it you know it can it can suck you in if you know what i mean and i don't mean that to be punny uh but legitimately like there can be this just a physical sexual chemistry where you know they want you you want them and you're just sexually um charged with their presence i mean you just get around them and you just i just want to be naked with you um you know that's awesome that's great that that's awesome truly that's an awesome thing uh but again I, I can only talk about myself from you know because i can't talk about you i don't know your story i have had the physical magic like the the intimate magic the intimacy magic be there um but nothing else right i mean it's it's like as soon as that's done you kind of like don't want to be around that person anymore not because they're bad you don't like them it's just it's just maybe you don't have that soulish connection you know you some people I, I think what what all of us are looking for to to marry someday or to spend the rest of our lives with is someone that we not only want to talk to for hours and hours and that we would want to hold their hand and walk through a park or sit on a beach and just talk right but then also someone that we want to travel with, road trip with, someone that we want to get naked with, someone that we want to, you know, rip each other's clothes off and make out for hours. And so I think to spend your life with someone, it, it's it, it's got to be more than just the initial physical, oh, my God, he's handsome or oh, my gosh, she's beautiful. Let me tell you, now, it's important, though, because you don't want to be looking at someone that that you're like, okay, just close your eyes and think about someone else like that. That's, that's no good where, where you're looking at someone and you're just like, I, I just, uh, you are beautiful, but I don't find you beautiful. And that's a real thing, right? There's, there's someone could be handsome, right? A guy can be handsome or a girl can be beautiful, but not your beautiful, not just for whatever reason, not your beautiful. Um, you know, some, some like, okay, I have a buddy of mine, he, he doesn't have any tattoos and he's really not into tattoos at all. And so girls with tattoos are actually a turnoff for him. Um, and piercings are a turnoff to him. I'm the opposite. So piercings and, and tattoos will, you could actually not have piercings, not have tattoos. And I'd be like, yeah, I mean, she's Okay. You had tattoos and piercings and all of a sudden I'm super interested. So again, what is that? I don't know what that is. I mean, I don't, it's, I don't, I don't know why I'm wired that way. I mean, I've liked tattoos since, since I was a little boy and I grew up, you know, I was born in 69. So I grew up in the seventies, seventies and eighties, whenever tattoos were only, well, not only take that back. That's not true. Not only, but typically the sign of you were in the military or you were in prison like typically like i was getting tattoos back in those days 
So they definitely weren't super popular. So what is that? Why is why I don't know. You know, I didn't watch TV shows about tattoos. I mean, there was no such thing back then. Uh, yes, I liked Popeye the Sailor Man. He had a tattoo on his forearm. I don't know. I don't know. No one in my family had tattoos. No one that I knew had tattoos. I don't think. I don't think I even knew anybody with tattoos. Um, so, yeah, I really don't know where my tattoo fetish uh, came from. Uh, but now that I'm talking about it live right here with you guys, I'm going to start Googling it and try to figure out maybe what, what my love for tattoos where it comes from. I think it stems from being a blonde hair, blue eyed, fair skinned um, uh, boy that wanted to be more masculine. I think that's where it comes from. Um, but I don't, I don't know what the love of the tattoos, I don't know where and how and why I would have thought that tattoos would have made me seem tough. I know that that's part of my story, uh, not, not the whole story. But I think that, you know, that's part of my story is that I found tattoos to kind of be that bad boy, tough look. And so I liked that look. Uh, so maybe that's that's part of it. But anyway, <laughs> I digress again. Love at first sight, soulmates, twin flames, you know, that magical feeling. Yes, there is something to it. Um, but I think it's also very uh something that you can explain someone that just has features that you love okay this this segment or yeah this segment in this episode uh is is coming to an end and i'll uh, i'll finish up this talk on this because i think this is i think this is fun as i'm talking about it um yeah just things are coming to mind and and i think it's a uh uh, a fun topic to talk about because I, I think we've all wondered why, you know, why am I so attracted to this person or what is it about this person that is such a draw? Like why, why do I just feel like I love this person? You know, why do I literally feel like I could run away and marry this person and be happy for the rest of my life? Uh, okay. FYI, don't do that. Don't, 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 don't do that. Slow your roll. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. <laughs> I think there's more horror stories around that, that idea then happy endings. All right, we'll be right back. All right, just got back from doing a wedding. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I got to finish up that podcast with the second half of the deal. Anyway, um, we were talking about that love at first sight deal, the, um, the magic, you know, soulmates and all that stuff. So, Kind of my concluding thoughts on um, love at first sight is, yes, there might be um, that initial attraction right off the back, some kind of vibration between you two. Um, but let's remember, that doesn't mean that you can't, um, that, that doesn't mean you won't have problems. <laughs> it doesn't mean that it's it's going to be, you know, a rainbow always and cupcakes that are protein packed and gluten free and sugar free. <laughs> I mean, that's just not reality. Every relationship takes work. Um, and I would say when you have that initial love at first sight feeling, um, you know, don't tell the other person that, <laughs> Just, you know, that can scare them away. I mean, if they say it first and you feel it too, then that's, that's something else. But, 
um, you know, you want to make sure that you don't scare someone off because, um, I'm sure just as you have had experiences with people that really liked you and for whatever reason, you really didn't like them. And that's just part of life. So, you know, you got to remember, you got to always be able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. You've got to always be able to have that, that, uh, empathy, you know, to where when someone breaks up with you or someone's not interested in you, you know, don't, don't react in anger. I mean, just it'd be the same, right? Turn it around. You're now the one that some girl that really likes you. And for whatever reason, you don't like her, you know, uh, how do you want her to respond when you say, you know, I'm just not feeling it. Right. So anyway, yeah, keep the, keep the old love at first sight on the download. Don't, don't let the person that you're feeling that towards know, um, you can, that can always be your love story later, but at, at that point you need to walk it out like any other relationship. Uh, so yeah, soulmates, I don't believe in soulmates in the stereotypical, uh, when I was created, there was another person created at the same time. That was my, my other half. And I don't, I don't believe it in that context. Um, I believe that you can grow together in a relationship, which then would, I would say you could grow to be soulmates. And, but you know, even when you have that kind of a, a relationship, I mean, one or the other can still screw it up and not make it, um, as, as wonderful, you know, they can't, they won't make it as love at first sight anymore. <laughs> they won't make it, you know, it's like, I, there's never been a couple that I have met yet. Even couples with fantastic marriages, you know, long-term, um, you name it, all the different, uh, people that I know and have talked to through the years, um, no relationship is just without uh, a bump, <laughs> without a, a little bump in the road. What I mean by that is not necessarily a big thing, uh, but there's no way you can be in a committed partnership and live together and not get on each other's nerves from time to time. So, you know, don't let those feelings of love at first sight and that whole like, oh my gosh, I am falling in love with this person or, oh my gosh, I just, I'm, I'm crazy about this person. Well, that, you know, walk that out, you know, just walk that out one day at a time, <laughs> right? I mean, it's just like day after day after day. Oh my gosh. All right. So I'm going to have to do another, another episode on some other stuff about maybe dating or creative date ideas or some fun stuff like that. Um, but I thought this was a fun one to kind of talk about. Cause I know a lot of us that are uh, people like me, you know, that just I'm an emotionally somewhat an emotionally driven person. And so, you know, I love fairy tales and, 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 you know, w birthday wishes and fairy dust and all that stuff. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I still, my favorite movies of all time are uh, romantic comedies or just rom romance, you know, uh, chick flicks, as they say. I love, I love, like, okay, you're probably thinking, oh, what's your favorites? All right, you ready? Here we go. Write these down. Not that they're because they're my favorites, but write them down because they are good. So, number one is Serendipity. Love that movie. Sabrina, the one with Harrison Ford, the newer one. I mean, it's still old, but the newer one. The Age of Adeline. 
just like heaven. Return to me. P.S. I love you. You still with me? <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle. And... Oh, the time traveler's wife. That's really good. And then last but not least is probably everybody's favorite or a lot of people's favorite. You know what it is? Drum roll, please. The notebook. <laughs> don't, don't hate me for that, but the notebook, even though it's his antics to get her to like him, to act like he's going to commit suicide, to get her to go on a date with him. Um, spoiler alert. Like that was stupid. Anyway. All right, guys. This comes to the end of this episode on first love or love at first sight, soulmates, and all that good stuff. All right, guys. Peace until tomorrow.